Okay, so here we are at the 2015 Biocidical Symposium. Can I just ask for your first name and your modality, please? Louise, naturopath. And you've just attended the first two talks of the symposium, which was Dr. Mark Houston, Dr. David Hassey. Mark Houston talked about cardiovascular disease. Dr. David Hassey was talking about neurological disease. Can you tell me, firstly, what you thought of the talks and was there any light bulb moments for you? I love both of them. Uh, Mark Houston's talk was amazing, like information on how HDL cholesterol can oxidise and become a problem. So now when I see higher HDL, I mean, I'll have a different perspective on that, but also um, the role that chronic viruses have on the cardiovascular system. You know, because I think, you know, this is something that I look at a lot anyway, um, you know, looking at um, chronic viral infections and how they affect um, the neurological system. But he actually made that connection to the cardiovascular system as well, which is amazing. Like, you know, now I can see that, you know, chronic viral infections are a component of cardiovascular disease for a lot of people, which is important because you look at Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, you're looking at 80 to 90% prevalence in the Australian community. So imagine how those viruses are also affecting the cardiovascular issues going on with people as well and not being considered. You know, most people are put on statins but not looking at the underlying reason why they've got this immune dysregulation and this inflammation going on in the body as well. Wonderful. Thanks very much. Hi, it's Andrew here at the 2015 Biocidical Symposium. I think we're just about to go in, but can I just get your first name and your modality, please? Uh, Paul, and I'm a pharmacist. And, Paul, can I just ask you, you were attending the first two talks of this symposium, Dr Mark Houston, Dr David Hassey. Tell me what you got from them. Was there any light bulb moments for you or any really confounding or confronting moments? Um, no, it was great with Dr Houston to build on last year's talks that he did. Um, we did a lot of the stuff with the... Um, LDL subfractions and so on last year and then to build on that with the HDL uh, this year was something that was fantastic to sort of see and it goes, can go a little bit deeper into what we're doing now. Um, yeah, the biochemistry in Dr Hass's was uh, certainly very confronting <laughs> and it was a good refresher on everything but it was very interesting just to tie that all in again together and get the overall view of what's going on. Amazing how it all ties in together isn't it? It certainly is yeah and then the two of them so, so their uh, information sort of overlapped to a certain extent which was fantastic as well. Thanks for your comment. <laughs> We're at the Biocidical Symposium. We've just finished listening to Mike Asher's talk on the diversity and complication of the gut microbiota and how we treat it. And can I just ask, what's your first name and what's your modality? Ruth. And your modality? I'm a holistic GP. And... Ruth, what was the main uh, point that you took away from uh, Mike Ash's talk? I, I, I don't know. There is one main point. It's more um, how, how incredibly interrelated you know, the human body is. That it, 
it's um, minimal. Min, minimal. How do you say that word? Minimal. Minim, Minimalistic. Yes. <laughs> um, so it. it, it all, all, all disease basically has the same origin, so it, it makes a mockery of the modern medical orthodox model, which is to see a gastroenterologist for a gut disorder, a neurologist for brain stuff, cardiologist, etc. Uh, you know, there's a universality to our our, our, our um, body, and it's all interrelated. It's all connected. And how do you see the interplay with? medical treatments that are sometimes required for a, a quick and you know an acute situation or, or a acute resolution of a of a disease process versus the more wellness orientated treatment pro, um, or treatment approach well and i think the medical model is all, all about treating the disease treating the symptom not switching off the cause so especially in autoimmune disease, you know, the fact that it comes back to the interplay between the host and the gut microbiome. We've just had a few engaging but rather challenging talks this morning with Dr Mark Houston, Dr David Hassey and, Dr. and Mike Ash. Tell me about your experience with the Biocidical Symposium so far. How's your brain feeling and have you gotten any clinical pearls? Uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic. Just the level of knowledge of the speakers has been amazing. And um, as a pharmacist, it just gives me a whole different realm of knowledge, I guess, to, um, yeah, to, to use to help treat our patients. Have, is there any sort of aha moment that you've had to go, I'm going to do that on Monday when I get back to work? Um, definitely the lecture about the um, the brain and a few of the, um, I guess, the techniques that he, he said. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of one right off the top of my head. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for your comments. Okay, no worries. about today's proceedings. You know what? Yeah, yeah look, it, why do you want to ask me about it? Just a general comment. What, what have you... Like, we've had a, yeah, a heavy yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, been, yeah, we've yeah. been thrown in the deep end with it has, Dr, it Dr. Has. Mark Houston and, and yeah, Dr well, David Hassey, Mike Ash. Yeah, he has. He Tell has. me what sort of things you've gotten out of this morning. Uh, it's a very... What I've got out of it, it's... Um, they all relate. Mm. It's very complex. The whole issue is very complex, but because it's, you know, looking at neurotransmitters and, and mechanisms and all that, um, you know, hopefully they'll tie it together in their next session, and, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, it's great having all that, you know, head knowledge, but you need to apply that head knowledge as that's well. That's exactly right. And, and that's where, uh, you know, as a clinician, I'd like to um, be able to um, use that knowledge. And, you know, good, good to have that understanding, and it's really important that we've come so far ahead with, with all that information and all that. And, uh, yeah, I think it's great. So now I'm looking forward to the afternoon sessions I'm to looking, tie it all together I'm, 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 practical. I need that. I need that practical input so I can tie it all together. Great. Yeah. So that's where I'm at, yeah. So uh, this morning at the Biocidicals 2015 Symposium, we've had a pretty heavy morning. Extremely thrown, heavy. Thrown in the deep Extreme, end. Extremely heavy morning. With Dr Mark Houston, Dr David Hassey and Mike Ash. Yes. Know, just before lunch. Tell me about 
what are your what, what was your first inklings with coming here? What did you expect to learn, and what's happened during the day for you? Well, I just expected to learn uh, uh, you know new uh, uh, new stuff uh, from you know uh, Mark Houston and Michael Ash. I, I didn't I, did, I haven't heard uh, uh, Doctor David Doctor, Hussey uh, talk, but look the the standard was just amazing. Uh, it was. Um, it was pretty close to university slash research type of standard, but with clinical application, which is really, really important because, you know, you lose that. So it's quite amazing, actually. Like, um, it's probably the highest standard that I've, um, I've experienced. Because a lot of them are just uh, a lot of seminars, uh, a lot of... Uh, they, dumb, they, they dumb down the... You know, they don't keep it, keep it really simple, but this is really extreme, which is really... It's a lot of meat there. And yeah, it, it, it requires a bit of work to be done, but it's it's amazing. Yeah, great. Hopefully, you get hopefully you'll get the true value out of it. Yes, I will. Thanks, Steve. So we're just at the Biocyticals 2015 Symposium, and I'm here with Linda. Linda, can you tell me what's your modality first off? I'm a naturopath. Naturopath, and whereabouts do you practice? What area? Um, I'm in uh, country Queensland, so I uh, have a, a retail shop. I own the shop, but I also do clinic practice as well. And tell me, do, do you tend to, when you're doing clinic practice, do you tend to see a certain demographic, older people, lots of farmers, or do you tend to look after certain types of conditions more than others? Um, mostly women I would probably see, and um, um, probably focusing more on weight loss things, actually huge issue in country. Yes, yes, that's right. So can I ask you today, with today's proceedings, it's been a real mind-blowing sort of morning, it's been a pretty heavy workload, how have you found the afternoon sessions? Um, no, it's really interesting, I'm finding it just um, reinforcing what we're doing and what we've already heard this morning, so it's just moving along at a great pace, so yeah, I'm finding it really good and it's always good to look at how you can apply it back in your own practice and so is there any light bulb moments that you've had today, like, oh, that's what it's about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little bit. I, I finding all the nutrition issues in relation to the, to the brain health really interesting. And I think that anything you hear that you can relate back to a, a patient that you've seen um, starts to become more relevant for you. That's absolutely perfectly true. Thank you so much for your comments. Thank you. Symposium on day two, and uh, can I just get your first name and your modality, please? Uh, my name's Sinclair. I'm a general practitioner. I work in Adelaide in the hills. Sinclair, tell me about your findings uh, at the 2015 symposium. What was what was uh, a light bulb moment for you? And tell me about your uh, general experience of the symposium. Um, a general experience I'll start with thus far and we're into halfway through the, um, the conference is it's fantastic. The presenters are amongst the best presenters I've ever seen. They're so about their topics that they are presenting their slides without even looking at them and everything is backed up with evidence um, which is important to me as a general practitioner. Uh, but in addition to it, there's that kind of playful banter that's going on between the Americans and the English and the Australians. And I think Mark Donahue's a fantastic um, coordinator. Um, 
but I, I actually specifically came over here to say thank you for inviting me to come along. I will come again next year. Thanks very much. Have you got any aha moments when you went, oh my goodness, that's what that concept is about? Yes, yeah, several. Um, I'm understanding how indole 3 carbonyls actually affect um, or alter uh, the biome in the gut and also an aha and a new moment for me is to understand that they don't just work in terms of uh, helping to detox um, the body but that um, they actually change the way that immune cells talk to each other and can facilitate the removal or, or, or changing the whole of the immune system. So I will now use them for things like inflammatory bowel disease. Previously I hadn't considered that. I, I used it specifically for uh, xenoestrogen or estrogen detoxification. So Have you used I3C or DIM? Um, I've used both. Um, the other thing is that I'm getting fantastic information on how to, to modify food and diets. Uh, in ways that I hadn't considered before to, uh, as a for instance, uh, stew apples and, and recommend two stewed apples uh, a day. For raffinose. For raffinose and for, again, modulating the way that um, uh, the immune system is working in the bowel and that it might be a fantastic thing for inflammatory bowel disease. It never occurred to me. Uh, as a medico, I'm very familiar with fructose intolerance and the FODMAP diet. And therefore, it's been persona non grata. And the other thing is, of course, being a moderately enlightened doctor, I'm also aware of the fact that apples are very, that, that are often um, thought of as being quite dirty foods because they're often sprayed. But fantastic, just so good. I'll, I'll be back. Wonderful. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for that. Can you tell me your first name and your modality, please? Certainly. First name's Gerald. I'm a pharmacist and I'm a medical herbalist. Gerald, I'm really interested in that because a lot of pharmacists do complementary medicine but don't go that extra step to learn more about the intricacies of natural medicine. Tell me what inspired you. It's an interesting phrase, Andrew, where you say pharmacists do complementary medicines. There's no such thing. You either learn to understand how a patient's involved in becoming empowered with their own health and for that complementary medicine plays a unique role. And as a pharmacist you can elect to be in it or out of it but you don't do it because if you do it you're making sales. Now that's lovely, pays the bills but you're not really connecting with your patient. Gerald can I ask you, this is the, we're at the end of the second day of the 2015 Biocidical Symposium, what's been your experience so far and has there been any light bulb moments for you? At the end of the first conference three years ago, I did actually, um, I was on record as saying I thought it was the best complementary medicine event in Australia, and I, for want of more to do with my time, I seem to attend a few of them. Uh, I think that record's being maintained. Um, I've had a couple of light bulb moments, just it, you, every speaker has got little takeaway messages that would make an enormous difference to any pharmacist who's involved in any sort of inflammation at all. And most people who come and see us are inflamed. So we've learned today that CoQ10, which people sell in combination with a statin, actually plays a very important role in reducing inflammation in fibromyalgia. Now, every second person's got some sort of inflammatory condition of joints, 
of uh, Australians have some sort of musculoskeletal issues. So my take-home message from that was, I'm going to be talking to all of my inflamed patients, musculoskeletal issues, about CoQ10. So gut health, the importance of, of uh, the importance of probiotics and prebiotics, the importance of particular food groups, why pharmacists don't talk about food groups as part of the overall strategy in treating hypertension, treating gut disorders. It should just automatically come out. And that's not doing it, that's learning it, understanding it, living it and breathing it. And that's what we have to do. About uh, three years into my 45 years of pharmacy, I realised that counting pills and sticking labels on the bottles uh, just about numbed my mind. I delegated that beautifully to my wife who was a pharmacist and she actually enjoyed that. Uh, and I said to her... I said to her at the time, I'm going to go out and I'm going to pat babies' bottoms and I'm going to really try and interact with every single person who comes in. Now, in those days, we had people like uh, Bob Bust, who was probably the recognised speaker. Every time, every time Bob opened his mouth and spoke somewhere, I was there. Uh, I thought his, his knowledge and his passion was something that you just couldn't bottle and you couldn't read about. You needed to hear him speak about it. And I think Jeff Bland came out a couple of times. Um, I, I really then formed an association with Blackmores because they were the recognised leaders. So in that in that journey, I've had the privilege of learning from Elf Jacker, the late Elf Jacker. Um, got lots and lots and lots of things that that people these days don't get the opportunities to probably do. But it's never too late. It's never too late. And I think my my message to pharmacists of Australia is just do it. Just do it. Be in it. Be in it because if we don't, we will become irrelevant in the whole health equation. Just recapping from today's events, uh, can I first get just your first name and your modality, please? Serge, naturopath. And you, you practice in northern New South Wales, yes? Correct. Tell me what, uh, what you got out of today. What were you expecting, first of all, and what's different, or has there been any light bulb moments for you? Big question, Andrew. Um, it's, it's hard to have expectations. Um, I think, as uh, it's Michael Ash, isn't it, uh, said, yeah... <laughs> He's always wonderful to listen to. He's, uh, there's two sessions. I've done two of his sessions so far, and uh, yeah, inspiring. It's, it's, uh, but the the amount of information, it, it can be overwhelming. These guys, uh, we're talking cardiology, we're talking urology, and we're talking gastroenterology. So it's uh, it's great to have the manual. I've got to say, yeah. that's that's really. It's, it's not a light day, is it? It's not something you can just say, oh, I'll take a couple of notes. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. So has there been any moments where you've gone, I finally get that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, with with. Uh, Treating gut health, I think I've, I've, I've my in, in a short time today I've, I've probably understood more about prescribing probiotics when and how, and and looking at at uh, pathology and understanding that. Sure. 
And can I also ask about, do you remember in Mark Houston's talk this morning how he introduced the concept, the unifying concept of inflammation, oxidative stress and immune dysfunction? And then Dr David Hussey took that further and again brought that into neurology and how the linking components sort of come across between the conditions. Do you gel with that? Absolutely. It's, I think it's what we're all searching for, really, practising what we do in terms of holistic health and, and holistic medicine, is, is understanding all the contributing factors as opposed to focused, directed, specific tested medicine. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it, it's, it's concurrent across all speakers. I think they're all essentially saying the same thing when it comes down to it, which is multifactorial but uh, largely inflammatory-based and largely we're now understanding those triggers. Mm. Wonderful. Thanks for your comments. Thanks Thanks for that. What were the things that went, ah, my goodness, that's unreal? Um, Dr... uh, David Hussey. Yes, David Hussey. Um, information about the brain soup and the receptors and the um, uh, some of the information I already knew but then going deep into it gave me more understanding of the um, how brain and the uh, nervous system works and uh, in certain treatment protocols he's given us some nutrients I have never used for my patients which I uh, yeah thought it was quite exciting. So the nutrients that he's proposing, do yes. they fit in with the, uh, the paradigm that Dr Mark Houston spoke about this morning about inflammation, yes. oxidative stress and immune dysfunction? Yes, a lot, of, a lot of things I found common between those three speakers, mm-hmm. yes, um, things to basically reduce inflammation and antioxidants and the... Um, uh, sorry, it's just uh, <laughs> yeah. Probiotics is my uh, basically to um, balance out the uh, microbiome. Yes. And is there anything that you would go home now and go? I'm going to change that in my clinical practice. Um, I have been focusing a lot on supplements, but then I think changing their diet is the primal thing that I need to focus on before basically start uh, prescribing, I don't know, supplements heavily. That's what I thought, Mm. but uh, yeah. Mm. I think think there's a big realisation that um, you can't get really great effects with supplements and McDonald's. That's right. Yes, yes. It was our diet. I think it's just, uh, yeah. Diet is a foundation. These people are sick, so they need extra help. Yes, yes, definitely. Great. Yes. Thank you so much for your comments. Thank you. Just getting some comments on today's proceedings. It's now winding down for the Mm -hmm. evening. Mm -hmm. Can I just ask you, what did you get out of today's events and were there any light bulb moments for you? Well, look, uh, I'm not sure whether they were necessarily light bulb moments, um, but uh, what was uh, was interesting was uh, that some of the practices that we've... Um, been, you know, applying to uh, to, to, to patient uh, issues that are actually backed up, um, and you know maybe some light bulb moments as well because um, we're actually differentiating on a functional perspective 
um, uh, IBD, IBS, um, and uh, what to do about them and how to differentiate uh, treatment between the two of them because they're obviously very, very similar. So, say for example, the use of uh, or the elimination of certain fats such as bovine uh, uh, fats um, in inflammatory bowel diseases and where that may not necessarily or may not be necessary in uh, simple IBS. Uh, so those sort of things, you know, I mean, and uh, the presentations by Dr. Houston were excellent um, with a lot of functional, uh, uh, you know, functional perspective, um, common sense stuff, stuff that's very easy to do, um, things that are relatively easy to take. And um, I guess it's uh, a lot of the things that uh, people have gone through, uh, you know, all three presenters went through, um, talked about endpoints. Um, measuring the starting uh, starting points and then end points, which is what functional medicine is all about, and uh, you know doing that um, you know, from various different perspectives, but at the same time it's you know patient centred and um, and in many cases simple. So uh, you know it was thoroughly enjoyable, and uh, you know we can't wait to do it again. Really great. Thanks for your comment. learning so much, loving that not only are we learning it, but we're actually learning how to put it into use as well. Brilliant. Any, is there any speakers that particularly gave you light bulb moments for you to take home and, and integrate into your practice? Oh, definitely, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yesterday, what I learned with cholesterol was an absolute eye-opener. I think probably beyond what I see patients come into clinic with, where they've been to doctors, they've had absolutely like the bloods are great but they're coming back and they're still presenting with symptoms and the doctors have said see you later so it's really good to now be able to go through and maybe follow through and see if we can find anything and then go back and work with their doctors on those results can i ask you just for your first name and your modality please my name's jan and i'm a naturopath thanks for your comments jan It was pretty heavy going with the introduction of uh, Dr. Mark Houston, Dr. David Hassey and Mike Ash talking about their various specialties. With the overarching uh, paradigm of inflammation, immune dysfunction and oxidative stress, was there any light bulb moments or linkages that you made that you thought, aha, I can take that back to clinical practice? I deal with a lot of autoimmune disease anyway, so I was glad to see that connection being made um, between these other chronic illnesses. So um, that was validating, very validating. And I like the thing about the damage in auto, in you know, the oxidative stress damage influencing these other diseases as well. So there was that connection. I do. I've just started to do oxidative stress testing, so um, I've been quite interested to see how. Uh, it links in with all the other things, so yeah. And what about this morning? So this, so this is Saturday morning's uh, talks with uh, Dr Joe Pizzorno. Well, look, I think I'm glad somebody said this stuff about standard blood pressure readings don't tell the whole story because I've wondered why <laughs> for a long time, so he's begun to fill in the gaps. So it's a great depth of knowledge and level of knowledge that you know, it's going to take a while for us to integrate because it's a lot of material all at once. That's a lot of material. Yeah, so um, I look forward to reflection time, actually. <laughs> I think that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. Don't just think you're going to learn it right now. It's, no, no. it's constant reappraisal going, yeah, did I catch that right? That's right, and revise the notes and, and the likes. So. So, so what about toxicity? Did you get any aha moments from uh, Joe Pizzorno's talk? Um, oh, the toxicity one. Again, I think it's probably been an overlooked aspect. 
Um, probably as naturopaths, we're a bit limited with some of the tests we can use. We only really use hair mineral analysis. So um, that's probably my bigger hard moment is how we can how we can work better with the other practitioners to get the right testing. Yeah. Thanks very much for your comment. And your first name is? Tracy. And what's your modality? A naturopath. And you're from? South Australia. South Australia as well. Yeah. Tell me what your experience has been with the 2015 Biosurgical Symposium. What was your favourite speaker? Uh, who was your oh, favourite speaker? Oh, look, how can you say who's your favourite speaker? I, I think they're all fantastic. One of the things um, that I'd like to say is that the Biosurgicals conference every year is a highlight really it's fantastic they're professional the notes are great um, the speakers are amazing so this has been no surprise to me for this time I've been to each one of them thank you um what about aha uh, moments for you uh, I get that now do you know what is fantastic about this conference is that is to see a whole lot of integrative medical practitioners that are um, applying really naturopathic techniques and naturopathic philosophy, um, which has been coming for a long time and perhaps I think is has been a little bit behind, particularly in South Australia. Uh, rather than the rest of Australia, but particularly coming from the US and the UK. So those naturopathic um, philosophies of looking at the whole person, looking at the gut, looking at inflammation, looking at uh, oxidation, causing uh, a whole myriad of diseases. So, yeah, um, it's really nice to... um, I suppose have have that confirmed those philosophies and yes they are correct um, the testing I think for us as Sean has said is a problem and particularly with toxicity I mean it's something that we've been probably aware of for a long time suspecting in our patients for a long time but how do we test for that and that's that's a difficulty I mean Joe Pizzorno's got some fantastic resources hasn't he Absolutely. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to be flown oh. to, in a private jet to Canada? It'd be pretty good. And also, you know, testing four thousand five hundred people—that's um, that's a pretty a, a good lot of data, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great resource to actually add val- validity to yeah. our premise. Absolutely, it is. So um, very exciting stuff. I think it's a, a great time to be in natural therapies and natural health. And I really love the, the way that um, it's coming together. I used to be an RN before I became a naturopath 25 years ago, which yeah, is me frightening. Too. Um, and I was castigated when I decided to become a naturopath. Uh, so now looking back on 25 years of this stuff, um, it's fantastic to see that coming together of the knowledge um, and that's for the benefit of the patient so that's great we were just talking briefly about dr david hassey's talk and what you got out of it can you briefly explain well uh, i love the fact that david hassey is talking about the brain connection and that's something that you don't get a lot of practitioners speaking about um, and, and clearly, again, because of the testing that he does... Immense. And, oh, and how interesting is that? How interesting is it to see those images of the brain and before and after? I mean, that was blowing my mind. Um, but again, it's that connection of inflammation, the gut, all that naturopathic philosophy that we learnt 25 years ago um, that it affects the whole pe- person. You know, we're not just a heart, 
or a, a pair of eyeballs, we're a whole person and everything we do is affecting everything, every organ. And um, he really showed that beautifully and uh, that was very exciting. Can you tell me your first name and your modality, please? Anna, and I'm a pharmacist with a leaning in um, complementary and preventative measures. Can you tell me what first attracted you to include complementary medicine into your repertoire? Um, over the years, I just felt there was big gaps in um, how people were being treated for their disease states. I didn't believe that you have a disease state and then you take a pill to fix it. I thought we could maybe start at the beginning and try and prevent the disease state. So we're now at the end of day two of the 2015 Biocertical Symposium. Can you tell me about your experience during the first two days here and has there been any aha moments for you? Uh, yeah, there was. The very first lecturer actually got a big aha because I thought it was... He's a very good lecturer and... It was Who was that? Um, Dr Mark Houston. Yes. Yep. And a little bit of what he had to say was a lot to take in, a bit overwhelming, but in the main it was fantastic because it just amplifies that we are doing what I see every day in my line of business where I see all these people being treated with a multitude of pills and they're really not working. They're just being managed? Um, yeah, and managed not particularly well, I have to be honest with you, because I see people all the time that are, are using, uh, say, let's use the example of hypertension. They're using multiple prescriptions for that, different modalities, and um, their blood pressure is still going up. I mean, some of them, if you get the opportunity to speak to them and make suggestions for lifestyle, etc., they are, in the main, not too bad. But the way their physicians or their doctors deal with it is just to uh, look at um, what medications they can add or what they take away and try another medication. And what about the link-in with the overarching concept of the symposium, which is inflammation, oxidative stress and dysbiosis or immune dysfunction? I think... That was just a very big aha moment because I suppose it's what we've been reading about for a very long time. But what the symposium does is it sort of links it all together and then I suppose offers you a way of maybe trying to explain to people as in my environment as they come into the pharmacy or having a look at what they're going on with them, how you can sort of change that and help them reduce some of that inflammatory issues and then maybe hopefully reduce some of the medications they're taking or help them to respond to them better. So something that's always interested me is we like the, the concept of including complementary medicines, but you deal in a very hardcore arena, a hardcore industry, which is defined by quite, quite clear-cut endpoints. So do you find that the incorporation of complementary medicines actually achieves better health? Uh, abs yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I feel as a pharmacist, and I have the, um, I'm very fortunate to be able to work in a pharmacy where I can express that, I think that there are going to be people who are open to it and people who are, are not. But I've had, myself personally, people that are willing to take on board what you have to say, some quite, le some quite, good, um, what's this? Some, some quite good results. So I've you know, got quite a few case studies of my own, which I've done, just small little ones. But, yeah, they've been really good and the people are really happy. They come back, their doctors are happy. Hmm.